Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Welcome to Radio One's For The Culture podcast, the history of black music. It's time to dust those bell bottoms off, put on your platform shoes, and get ready to pick out your fro. Because in this episode, Radio One host Lincoln Ware will take you on a ride to the land of funk. Be sure to like, review, and subscribe for future and previous episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. Without further ado, I welcome you to Radio One's For The Culture podcast, the history of funk music. Welcome to Radio One's For The Culture podcast, the history of black music. I'm your host, Lincoln Ware, and in this episode, come along and ride as we take a journey to the land of funk. This is the history of funk music. Those are the words of the Dayton, Ohio native funk band, Lakeside, whose smash hit from the 1980s Fantastic Voyage was the motivating sound for the 1994 Grammy Award win for the best solo rap performance by the rapper Coolio. You know, funk gave us timeless elements of the most innovative and commercially successful acts of all time. I'm talking Earth, Wind & Fire, whose kalimba style mixed with one of the greatest brass horn section of all time gave them six Grammy Awards from 17 nominations. I don't know, I'm thinking about my favorite song from Earth, Wind & Fire, and I would have to say it's September. I mean, I don't know if you could get any better than September. But anyway, Funk also brought us the sounds of Cool and the Gang, Summer Madness. I mean, Cool and the Gang had some great driving music back in the day, uh, sampled by DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince and others. I mean, you can just drive down the highway listening to Cool and the Gang. And don't forget BT Express. Like I said, I used to DJ on the skating scene, be at the skating rinks. You throw on BT Express, do it till you're satisfied. Oh, man. And then you can just bounce and skate. Do it till you're satisfied. Come on and do it. Man, it's just, it was perfect for skating music. Remember Cameo, sampled by Beyonce? And others, Barcades, Holy Ghost. That was another good skating song. Of course, the Beastie Boys and Kid and Play sampled that one. Confunction, oh man. Now, they really put some class in funk, Confunction. And it was a guy named Michael Cooper. A lot of the younger people may not know who Michael Cooper is, but he was a member of uh, Confunction. He left the group and formed his own group. And he had a song out called To Prove My Love. That song sounded like it was still confunction. He didn't bring any other group members with him, but it sounded like the same group. Look that song up, listen to it, and you'll see what I'm talking about. To Prove My Love by Michael Cooper. That was a jam. So who was the director of the Funk Cruise ship? None other than the godfather of soul, James Brown. Now he brought us what is now known as funk in the 60s. That's when most people were first introduced to funk in the 60s. And uh, James Brown had that strong bass line of soul music. You can help but bounce your head and move and groove with the music of James Brown. I'm telling you. And uh, James Brown's style of funk influenced Sly and the Family Stone. And they say Jimi Hendrix also. I can't hear a lot of James Brown and Jimi Hendrix music, but I can sure hear it in Sly and the Family Stone. That's for sure. 
a little story. James Brown, back back in the 60s and early 70s, he knew every DJ at every radio station throughout the country, pretty much. And that's just how well he knew him. And he had everybody's phone number. I can remember a time he came to Cincinnati, called me early one Sunday morning and said he had a new 45. Lingaware, Lingaware, that's how he talked. Lingaware, uh, sober number two. Come on over here. I got a new thing I want you to hear. I want you to see what you do with it. So I go down to the hotel room. He comes to the door with his robe. And uh, then these two women I hear screaming, don't let anybody in here. Ah! Then they covered their head. As I walked past the, the bed to go into the little table there, uh, they were covering their head. Didn't want me to see who they were. Probably I would have recognized them. But anyway, James Brown gave me the 45 and uh, told me to go back to see if I could give it some airplay. I can't remember which song it was, but uh, it became a hit, of course. All of his songs back then became big hits. That was a little story. And I saw the young lady a few years later, and she finally admitted she was one of the women that was in James Brown bed when I came to the hotel room. <laughs> McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Unbelievable. From the director of funk, James Brown, came one of the most legendary bass players that ever graced wax. I'm talking about, oh, baby, Bubba, this is Bootsy. Oh, your main man and the funk is here. Bootsy Collins. He would take his driving bass lines to another rock and roll fame legend, George Clinton of Parliament Funkadelic. And there's a, there's a history of how George Clinton and Bootsy Collins hooked up. Now, Felipe Wynn, you probably know Felipe Wynn from The Spinners. Love Don't Love Nobody and Sadie. Well, he used to play, he used to sing in one of Bootsy's bands here in Cincinnati. I think it was The Pacemakers. So anyway, after Bootsy left, James Brown stopped back in Cincinnati for a cup of coffee, started another group called House Quest, and they stayed around a while. They used to come to the radio station and do commercials for the band. They got paid from the door. So they ran commercials to get people to show up so they could get paid. But anyway, Bootsy finally left Cincinnati again, went to Detroit. And Felipe Wynn found out Bootsy was in Detroit. Felipe wanted to get Bootsy to play for the Spinners. Now, I can't imagine Bootsy playing bass guitar for the Spinners. It just wasn't a match. Bootsy knew that also. He told Felipe Wynn, no, nah, I can't do it. And in the meantime, he met George Clinton. And they decided to get together. George Clinton had a little funk. Bootsy had some funk. And so you know the rest of that is history. Uh, they formed Parliament Funkadelic. Uh, they went under a whole lot of names. P-Funk All-Stars, the Brides of Funkenstein. It was unbelievable. But uh, George Clinton's Parliament Funkadelic with Bootsy Collins, boy, you put them together and uh, you had some kind of band. Aqua Boogie, Flashlight, One Nation Under a Groove, giving birth to the Ohio funk bands of the 70s and 80s that were part of a great nation that resided under the groove. Three brothers from Cincinnati, Ohio, O'Kelly, Rudolph, and Ronald 
started a band with gospel vocals and doo-wop harmonies before they added their brothers, Ernie, Marvin, and brother-in-law, Chris Jasper. But in the beginning, Rudolph and Ronald and O'Kelly, they lived in a little housing project uh, right outside of Cincinnati called the Valley Homes, a little poor neighborhood. And they knew they could never make it big in the music industry as long as they stayed here in Cincinnati. So O'Kelly and Rudolph and Ronald headed to New Jersey. Now, I think Ronald wasn't even an adult. He was like 15 or 16 years old, but their family let him leave. They left. I don't think Ronald ever finished high school. Uh, I really, he didn't finish high school in Cincinnati, that's for sure. Maybe he did when they moved to New Jersey. I don't know. But he was only 15 when they left here in Cincinnati, headed to New Jersey, became one of the greatest funk bands in the land. The Isley Brothers recorded 14 albums, selling over 18 million units in the United States alone. And of course, you remember some of their early hits, It's Your Thing. They had a hit called Shout, Fight the Power, Caravan of Love, just to name a few. Four-time Grammy Award-winning Isley Brothers inducted into the Hall of Fame, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1992. And the band is still active to this day. So uh, I tell you, the story behind, I, I, I didn't realize Ronald was so young when he left Cincinnati. But they left, and the rest is history. Unbelievable. William Bootsy Collins, born and raised right here in Cincinnati, forming a funk band with his brother Catfish back in 1968. I mentioned that band, the Pacemakers, earlier. The Pacemakers were hired in March of 70 to be the backup band for James Brown after the JBs quit because of money problems. James Brown didn't like to pay his bands, and he liked to fine them a lot. And they just got fed up with it and walked out. And so he called Bootsy Collins and Catfish Collins from the Pacemakers to come on in and pick up where they left off. You know, Bootsy grew up uh, without a father. And James Brown sort of uh, became the father that Bootsy never had. But Bootsy had bigger aspirations. He left the JBs. And uh, he, like I said, he stopped here in Cincinnati after he left the JBs. Then he went on to Detroit to hook up with none other than George Clinton of Parliament Funkadelic. Bootsy earned several songwriting credits while with Funkadelic, but he left to form his own band. Oh, baby, Bubba, it's Bootsy's rubber band of the early 1980s. Over the years, Bootsy had chart-topping hits and even was inducted into the Hall of Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1997, along with 15 other members of Parliament Funkadelic. Bootsy earned a Lifetime Achievement Award in 2019. Yeah, his wife, Patty, was a Bengal cheerleader. When she met him, she didn't even know who he was. But anyway, she ended up singing back backup for Bootsy's rubber band. Yeah. So uh, Patty Collins, Bootsy Collins, still married to this day. The Ohio Players from Dayton, Ohio, brought their fire on funk along with their edgy, sweet, sticky thing album covers. Oh, man. You talk about some of the sexiest album covers you ever want to see. Go back and look at some of the Ohio Players album covers with the honey, with the the young lady with the shaved head. Oh, man, I tell you, they had some of the best album covers ever. Some people would just buy, uh, buy it for the album cover. Forget the music. They wanted the album cover. But Sugarfoot Bonner, there was no one else like Sugarfoot, best known for their classic hit, Love Roller Coaster. The Ohio Players music has been sampled by NWA, Jay-Z, and others. I tell you what, the Ohio players gave another Ohio funk legend 
from Cincinnati, the late Roger Troutman and Zap gave them their start. Unbelievable. Roger Troutman used to come to the radio station, came to the radio station. Late one night, I was doing the night shift, seven to midnight. The doorbell rings, the light flashes on. Back in those days, you were the only one at the station at night. Uh, you had to read the, the, the transmitter meters and everything. So anyway, somebody rings the doorbell. I go back. It's Roger Troutman with a 45 uh, with a group called Roger and the Human Body asking me to see if I could get the song played. I did it. And hey, it became a little local hit. Wasn't that big. But anyway, he can't, he went along. Roger Troutman and Zap formed a group and that computerized element of funk with hits such as Computer Love. And uh, if you old, if you new school, California Love uh, by Tupac and Dr. Dre, you'll remember that one. But uh, Roger Troutman and Zap, man, they started from humble beginnings also in a little town called Hamilton, Ohio, right outside of Cincinnati. Another funk group out of Cincinnati, out of the Ohio area called Slave. I used to play music at the roller skating rinks. And I'm telling you, every time you would throw on a Slave hit, People would get up on the skates and start skating like you wouldn't believe. Watching you, i throw that on. Just a touch of your love. Slide. Wait for me. I mean, all of Slade's hits were beautiful songs to skate to. Cincinnati was also the home of record label King Records. A guy named Sid Nathan owned that record company right there in Evanston, right off of I-71. Now, King Records Studio was the go-to for many artists from 1943 to 1971. And I tell you, they had country western, you name it, country western blues and other type of music coming out of King Records. After acquiring other labels, King Records soon became the go-to place for people like James Brown, Bootsy Collins, Vicki Anderson, Philip Paul, and more. Uh, like Charles Brown, the, the Christmas classic song, Please Come Home for Christmas, by Charles Brown was recorded right there at King Records in 1960. And that, that song will live forever. Please come home for Christmas. So King Records played a big part in music in this area. And the city of Cincinnati purchased the property and now they're gonna transform it into a community cultural space. So I'm looking forward to that as great funk music was and is, along with traditional bands that produced it, funk bands were destroyed by money and technology, eventually giving way to derivative forms of music such as hip hop, neurofunk, and present day R&B with bands being replaced by beat machines. Unlike the philosophical dilemma, what came first, the chicken or the egg? In the music world, there is a clear cut answer. Before there was hip hop, there was funk, and one can make the argument that the road to funk went through Ohio with bands like Cool and the Gang, BT Express, uh, we're talking Slave, we're talking the Ohio Players. All of those groups came through Ohio where the funk was born. Thank you for joining me on another edition of Radio One's For The Culture podcast, The History of Black Music. Be sure to like, review, subscribe for future and previous episodes wherever you listen to podcasts.